Coaching Strangers podcast with your host, expert life coach, Stephanie J. Marshall. Hi. So one thing I'm really enjoying is the variety of callers. And I think we went to opposite land from last week's gruff New Yorker who had been through quite a variety of life experiences to this week's caller who um, at 18 is basically a zygote. At one point, she self-describes as always having been a pretty little daddy's girl, but it's clear that she really wants more. And the thing is, she has no idea what she really wants to do with it because she's been really busy pleasing everyone else. And she feels a huge burden of other people's expectations. Her fear of rejecting others or being judged is really holding her back. And she doesn't know how to balance that with this desire for autonomy. And she doesn't know what she would do if she suddenly had autonomy and felt free. She's in her head a lot. And what I'm doing is I'm really trying to get her out of her head and into that little bit of action because sometimes you really need to get into actual action to move forward. What I found difficult on this call was holding back on some of her assumptions that she brought up about the family business and specifically employee relations. But in this instance, I did hold back because it just would have been a theoretical discussion if we had gone there and it wouldn't have been an opportunity for her to get out of her current thought patterns. And as a coach, What I'm really focused on is moving her towards growth, which is going to allow her to change her thinking patterns, right? And in the future, it's going to actually make her much more likely to question all of her assumptions. So hooray, critical thinking. Yes, that's the ultimate goal, right? So have a listen and we'll meet on the other side. How did you find me? I'm obsessed with Reddit. That's a dangerous thing to get stuck on and spend hours and lose time, I've realized. For sure. But I mean, it helps me learn a lot about the world. So, Yeah, someone recently recommended that I go on Reddit because I was looking for strangers and I know people in my other networks. So (laughs) I did. And I'm not going to lie, it was dangerous because I could spend hours looking through different things. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Right? Yeah. So do you have anything in mind that you want to discuss today or anything specific that you want to work um, on? Well, I've been wanting to go to therapy or talk to someone for a while because I, number one, never have. Um, my mom really loves it and I am kind of confused about who I am and where I'm going and why I see the same patterns happen in my life and don't really know how to get out of them. Okay. Well, let's start by talking about what you want. How much do you know about that? Zero. I'm 18, so Okay. <laughs> what um what do you know that you don't want? Um So, for example, you said to me you were wondering why you see some patterns happening. Yeah. Are these patterns that you're thrilled with or are these patterns that you don't want? Definitely not. Like, I feel like I'm very fortunate from where I come from and my family and everything. And I think as much as as grateful I am for that and as much as that has been helpful in my life, it's such a hindrance because I haven't truly worked for something where it's like a fight or flight, life or death kind of thing. And I don't know how to work like that. And I feel like that's kind of helped me or not helped me. It's hurt me because I'm a little bit directionless right now. And I have like a family business that 
I'm supposed to be taking over and it's not what I necessarily want to do, but it's the smart thing to do. I don't know. I feel like I have a little, I have a hard time connecting with people my age and. Okay. Yeah. Well, it sounds to me like actually there are some things you've been very clear that you want. You want to work for something and achieve it because you've worked for it. It sounds like. Yeah, but I don't, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what I want to work for though. That's like, a different question. That's, that's a whole other thing, but you do know that there's something like you would like to find something. Yeah. Something okay. that I, I can put everything into and like have a tangible outcome, like something successful in the end that I'm like, yeah, I did that. Okay. You also know that you aren't sure if you want the family business. Yeah. That's making it sound like you kind of don't, but you don't want to say that because it does make sense and there are a lot of logical reasons. Is that kind of accurate? Yeah. Fair enough, right? First thing is admitting it to yourself. I'm just going to upfront give you a piece of advice. Be at least honest with yourself. It's going to make it so much easier. What sort of things, let's just say, wave a magic wand. And 10 years from now, let's make it 12, you're 30. Okay. You're living your dream life. And now I'm not telling you to be practical in this exercise at all. I just kind of want to get just a flavor of what might interest you. And I don't like, this is the time to be ridiculous or to talk about the stuff that's specific. Like this whole, oh, I'm happy. I have people I like. Like that's too general. Who doesn't want that? Mm-hmm. Like for example, I like patting cows, which is ridiculous because I live in the city and don't you see like them. Patting cows? Yeah, I'm ridiculous. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what like what do you find interesting? What makes you go? Oh, I love doing that. I like being in the sunshine. Okay. I like being acknowledged for my achievements and like noticed. And okay. I really like to. The friends that I have drawn that have I've been drawn to that have been like forever friends, people that I feel like I really connect with are people that I can like really pick apart. We can talk about something and then pick it apart to the point where it's like we figured it all out together. And it's like debating for the sake of debate. Like I really like to okay. and get into the nitty gritty with things. Great. Um, I like to understand why people are the way they are. So that's why I'm really interested in like my own mental health and things like that. That's something that I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love animals. I would like to have a lot of animals. They are the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is why we say casually coaching strangers in the title, because I offer my opinion on things like animals. Yeah, um, a whole bunch of things I every once yeah. in a while, or tell you how much I'm obsessed with cows. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> I love that. Okay, and if you take over the family business, how much of that, like the fact that you love deconstructing things and analyzing them and debating them, would you get a lot of that or not really? Zero. I well, I I feel like I wouldn't be able to actually connect with anyone because it we'd, it'd be like an ownership position, so you can't people are always tra- like looking over your shoulder, trying to see what they can slip under the rug from you. They can lie, steal from you too, and that kind of thing. I'm really not like that. I'm a really genuine person. And that that's a pretty really- big assumption there. That's, I mean, that's what my parents explicitly say all the time. And I've seen it happen. Yeah. 
Do you think that maybe though, if you were in charge, if you changed some, you could change that relationship over time? Um, no. Has there ever been a relationship where there was a business owner and people weren't trying to do that in the history I think of time? That it's, it's a big enough um, business that my, my parents do a wonderful job and they're great people. And he, like my dad mostly, he um, is as I'm honestly, I'm worried that if I were to take over, I wouldn't be able to have as good a relationship as he does with his employees. Okay. So I think if anything, it would just be worse, especially because number one, I'm a woman. Number two, I'm young. And it's number three, I'm getting handed the business. So they're not going to respect me from the beginning. And that obviously comes with time, but. Yeah. Yeah. And the, you know what, those are a bunch of assumptions, but I don't think we even need to get into that right now because the truth is you're not particularly it's not like you're saying to me, I really want to do this, but here's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I, I don't... particularly interest you anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm not... I, I've been told I'm very soft-spoken and I like to think a lot and that kind of spirals when I'm by myself. I have a hard time being by myself because it's, I just keep thinking and digging and then I come to these, well, now you're saying assumptions, which is true. Um... So I feel like I would have a hard time believing in myself and being confident in myself and my own decisions to run a business of like 200 employees, however many people it is. Uh, yeah. And, and you know what? In all, if, if that's what's keeping you from thinking it would be enjoyable, I'm going to say that's something to think about because that's something you can work on and absolutely mm-hmm. uh, feel confident about that. But again, you don't seem as excited by it. Like, yeah, you know, which is again, different. Mm-hmm which is a different concern, but I want to get back to stuff that does interest you. So you're 18. What's going on school-wise right now? Um, I am quarantined in my dorm room studying Mm -hmm. business management. (laughs) Okay. And did you want to study business management? Uh, It wasn't really that question. I I feel (laughs) like whether I had the, I'm not getting pressured by my parents at all. It's more like they're not, they're saying you can do whatever you want to do. We'll support you no matter what, but it, it's more of a guilt thing on my part. And if I don't take over the business, I'm like, well, then who am I? What am I going to do? Cause I don't know what I would like. I don't know what I would major in, what I would study. It would just seem like the safe and easy route that was already kind of planned out for me. And do you I have were- friends who don't know what they're going to do right now? Yeah. Are they okay? Yeah. But they don't have a, a path that was made for them in the first place. And I feel like since I have that and I'm lucky enough to have that, if I were to deter from it and try and make my own way, um, not being, not being as successful and not maybe failing in that way, um, would kind of make me feel like, Oh, I should have just listened to my parents. They were right. I, I'm not successful and happy in this thing that I tried and I didn't even like it and I didn't do as well. I should have just taken over the business because that would have been easier. And now I'm behind and, Wow, you just went straight to the worst case scenario, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, because I don't know what I like, so I don't know. Okay, what's the, um, let's just have some fun. What's the best case scenario if you suddenly decided, wow, I really think this isn't the path for me because I want to figure out what I like and what I'm interested in, and I will figure it out. What's the best case scenario that could happen, just for fun? Um, I am a movie star. (laughs) Do you like acting? I have never, 
active. Well, I've tried to pursue it a little bit when I was younger, but I don't want to start in case I'm bad at it, which I really thought and pondered over why I'm, I've been procrastinating doing something that I want to do. It's because I just look, look for reasons. Like, and what happens if you're bad at it? Um, then I can, I, do, I just don't want to see myself, I guess, fail. <laughs> I would fail. I don't want to see myself. So you, you will feel like it wasn't very good? Yeah. Are there any other I don't, repercussions? I don't, I'm a lot of, what? Are there any other repercussions? Like just mm-hmm. other than? I guess the the reason that I don't, I'm big on, it's kind of, I get it from my mom. I'm big on starting things and not finishing them because if I never finish them, they'll never be a complete thing that I present to people because if I don't like it, I'm like, oh, well, it's not done yet. But if I finish it and I still don't like it, I'm like, well, it's done and I don't like it. So I always have that excuse of like, oh, well, I didn't fully pursue it. So it's not my best work, but my best work would be really good if I did it. Does that make sense? What about the whole idea of getting better at something? Like right now, how do you think you'd perform if you, um, if you had to suddenly do open heart surgery on someone today? How do you think that would go? <laughs> Terribly. Right. Now, would you feel guilty about that? Or like bad or like you had failed or maybe not because you haven't been taught or you haven't worked on it? Uh, I guess not. I mean, I would feel bad for the person. Yeah. <laughs> Let's assume somebody else came in and saved them. Okay. Um, I mean, I would still be disappointed in myself, but I wouldn't blame myself. Okay. Can I just stop and say, holy shit, you're an asshole to yourself? <laughs> I guess, yeah, I am. <laughs> like, are you hearing this? You're, you would be disappointed <laughs> in yourself if you suddenly had to do heart <laughs> surgery on someone. Not to mention everything that's going on in the world, so everyone's a little on edge to begin with. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't believe it. You would feel like, are you kidding me? Okay, so we're just going <laughs> to set that as the baseline. Okay. And what I would like to do during this call is I just want to get, see if we can get you to a place where you can start to question some of your assumptions and where you can start to see how you're thinking of yourself. Okay. Because it sounds like you have gotten in such a loop of being an asshole to yourself that it's hard to see beyond it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, myself. <laughs> yeah. So think of how much time you've spent looking at all these scenarios about what if you go into the business about how it probably won't be as good and you're worried and all that, right? About it not being good. And then you feel guilty if you don't do it. And then you feel like, oh my goodness, you don't know what you want to do. Hi, you're 18. Like I said, barely born as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Are you seeing how you keep your, all these spirals of there is no escape, but also everything is completely limited, even though you haven't actually tried anything? Yeah. And I'm still fascinated. Like, so how much time have you spent trying to think about what could go really well and what could be amazing? Um, I go through definitely periods of really motivated highs and periods of really self-loathing lows where I'm like... Wait, stop, stop. What is motivated for what though? Validation and approval from others, I think is this real reason that I'm afraid to admit, but it is the reason. Okay. 
Now, does it matter where you get this validation and approval? Definitely. I, I want to be, I think my, the being proud of myself, I've never really been proud of myself without feeling like it's not that important unless other people also care. Like, like the, the approval from myself is not worth as much in my own eyes. And you realize that you're, as long as that goes on, you're going to need it more and more from others, right? I call it looking for the validation vending machine. Yeah. It's exhausting. It is. Yeah. But the other thing is, is when you're doing that, you're never taking any time to figure out actually the things you actually said at the beginning of this call of you don't know really who you are or what you want to be. And the thing is, if you're always waiting for approval from others, you're not giving yourself any space to think of those questions. Yeah. And what's crazy about that is that that means you're not going to get the opportunity to figure it out and then actually have the best of you shine. And that's where you're going to realize what you're actually capable of. Yeah. I think I don't, I hate being alone because then I get stuck in these like spirals of thought. But at the same time, I don't really connect with people on a, in a level that like, I'm definitely a people pleaser and an appeaser. Like I, I have a lot of friends and I'm always, I'm very considered very social and like whatever, whatever, like I'll go out. I was just with my friends before this, but I feel like it's one-sided and I'm just kind of being whoever they want to be. And it's not their fault. I realize I, in, I, in the past I would blame my friends and like be like, I just choose bad people. I just live in a top town with privileged people who I do, who don't understand me. And then I went to school Oh, like I, away from home, very far away from home, people I've never met before. And I'm stuck in the same loop. And I'm like, well, at this point, like I'm, I'm glad that the problem I figured out is me and not other people, because at least at this point I can fix it. Like if it was other people, I can't fix it. But now that I know it's something within myself, I can make okay. my life better for myself instead of seeking. So something. that's huge that you figured that out. And I'm just going to tell you something. We only have this call. So I'm going to coach you hard on a few things okay. because we've only got this time. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather have you leave with your brain kind of full going, Oh my God, I've got to think about some shit. Yeah. So I'm not going to humor you as much. The way you are with people and the way you figured out while wow, the problem is you is not other people is exactly what's going to happen with whatever career business school you're going to do right now. Because you're not doing the business management for yourself. And then you even just talked about acting for 30 seconds. And right away, you had the same attitude as you did about uh, business of doubting yourself and going down that loop and not being sure what you want. Mm-hmm. So there's all these things that are kind of rooted in the same thing of you not making a decision. So when you were saying, I don't know who I am, it's like you're waiting for people to tell you. And it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It's actually about you taking that time. And you're saying you don't like alone time? It's what it's going to be. Now, the good news is you can speed it up and do it faster if you actually pay attention to it. You can also kind of go along the same path you're going. And then maybe like 10 years from now, you'll hire a coach or a therapist or a combination thereof, which often happens. And then do all the hard work. Yeah. Um, again, you're barely born. You've got lots of time. So what, you know, it's up to you, but the, the thing is you can actually accelerate that, that process, but you have to do the work. Yeah, it is very interesting. I've thought about that and I, I read up on mental things a lot because my, my, it runs my family and I'm interested in it and I'm interested in like how I said before, understanding why people are the way they are. And 
I know that stuff and I see it in myself. And then it files me back to the beginning of like, wow, I suck. Okay. Have you ever had somebody completely cut you up or tell you you're, oh, you love debating. Here we go. You ever been in a debate with somebody who's maybe not the best debater, but they just keep telling you like you're wrong and you suck and all of that? Yeah. Has that ever helped you progress your thoughts? No. Okay. Yelling at yourself is about as effective. Being an asshole to yourself is going to keep you stuck. And if you love reading about psychology, you know that. Like when kids are raised and adults tell them that, they start to believe it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the same is true of what you tell yourself. That's why that story is the one that's going to matter the most to change. So why don't you tell me some stuff you're good at? You're good at like thinking, debating, deconstructing things, analyzing things. What else are you good at? Like, what are some of the qualities you recognize in yourself? Um, I'm really open-minded. Okay, that's great. Everyone and anyone. And how I try and figure out why people are the way they are. I feel like that all helped me be more open-minded because I'm more understanding. Okay. Great. Um, What else? I don't know. You're so good at finding out what you don't like about yourself. So what if you uh, turn some of that kindness on yourself and you are actually to begin with, you're trying to under, we're on this call right now because you're trying to understand yourself. Yeah. So why do you want to figure yourself out? Do you want to figure yourself out just to walk away and be like, yeah, I get it now and I don't care. Or do you actually want to do something with the knowledge? I want to do something with the knowledge. Okay. And what do you want to do with the knowledge? Be proud of myself. Be proud of yourself. Okay. What would make you proud of yourself? Being, I guess, yeah, being successful or doing something that I enjoy doing well. Like I think YouTube is cool. I think all that kind of stuff is cool. Like how podcasts, like otherwise, why would I be doing this? Like I think, I feel like I have a lot to say and I, um, I can be good at articulating myself when I'm not talking about myself. <laughs> Don't worry, you're doing absolutely fine. That's interesting. There's a little piece of you that wants to shine through and be seen and heard, it sounds like. Yeah. The real you. I think because I came from a family that's, again, I don't want to like sound whatever, but privileged and my I've always like grown up and my parents valued like the way I looked and how I'm like a good little little uh, like what is the word um obedient child and like all dressed up and pretty and whatever and that's what they always valued <laughs> and like that that meant a lot to them and that's how hey, great great. Team. now is it time for you to please yourself a little bit yeah, like I was praised for being for being a pretty little like daddy's girl and listening to what they want me to do and doing how what they want me to do and I was proud of myself when they were proud of me. So I feel okay. like I was trying to prove myself because people don't see me the like I don't know. Okay, well it sounds like you're ready to grow into the next phase of your life. Yeah. And that, you know, Getting away from your parents' expectations doesn't mean you're rejecting your parents. 
it just means that you might be prioritizing yourself a little bit more. Yeah. It's very different. Mm-hmm. And that's hard for me. Like, yeah, they're, they're very loving people and take care of me and care about me and text me every day and call me every day. And I'm so grateful for that. It doesn't mean you're being unkind. And do you want to know a secret? I coach people who are in their 40s who sometimes are still trying to please their parents. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be me. Okay, no, but the thing is, it's not about rejecting your parents. It's actually, if you have a strong relationship with your parents where you both want the best for each other, where everybody wants the best for everyone, it means that you're going to accept each other with different choices. And it doesn't mean you're always going to get along perfectly, Mm -hmm. right? But that's just a part of normal relationships. It's also going to bleed into other relationships in your life. Like, what if you decide that you, you know, you wind up in a serious relationship with someone, you're always trying to please them. You're going to just wind up doing things for everybody else all of the time. Yeah, I I think with friends that's and with relation to with boyfriends and stuff like that that's how it's always been but then I come to a point where I'm the complete opposite and I'm like I've been doing all this for you and let me let me retreat and see if so you're not actually letting your parents get to know you the real you of who you've become now because the thing is you grew up in a different generation you grew up in a different world than they did you're a different person I think my mom and dad are very different. Like my mom definitely knows me better than my dad because she's very open-minded as well. Even more than me, I think very accepting. Um, But she sees me as she like compliment, like she's different than my dad where my dad values like looks and stuff like that. And she sees me and compliments everything under the sun about me. And I just feel like it's kind of coming from, nowhere like she just loves me and she says those things because she she believes them but for in my eyes I'm like well what makes you think I'm so smart like what makes you think this I'm like I feel like she just like kind of gasses me up just to like make me feel good and even though she believes them I don't yeah but you're an asshole to yourself we've already established that yeah (laughs) but I don't know I feel like I don't believe the things she says you've said to me long term like you've been sort of tiptoeing or well no You've made it really clear you don't really want to follow in the family business. You want to have a bit more of a voice. You're ready to kind of break out of this side of you that's pleasing everyone and people aren't actually getting to know the real you. At the same time, you're paralyzed because you have complete fear of failure, being judged and disappointing people and yourself and you want to achieve something and you're an asshole to yourself. Would that be a good summary? Yeah. How willing are you to do things that feel uncomfortable and to change that? Willing. I joined my improv club last week and I went once and it was Oh my really God, congratulations. Fun. That's fantastic. But I was, my heart was like out of my chest the whole time and I wasn't even doing anything. I was just sitting there and watching everyone else and they weren't like judgmental at all, obviously, but I just couldn't get up and do anything. But you went. Yeah. That's step one. Like that's amazing. And how was it, how was it after? Like, did you feel good that you went? Yeah, I was really happy with myself. That I How did it feel before you went? I wasn't going to go. <laughs> okay, and what made you sign up to begin with? It sounded like something fun that I wanted to do. And we do it for, I'm in a business program. And for our business program, we do improv. 
like as a for a networking or not networking for like social skills and stuff like that and I had a lot of fun doing that so I figured let me actually do the real club okay and then what did you start thinking when you almost didn't go that I can just go the next time I have a meeting and I'll feel more up to it then because I'm the hugest biggest procrastinator I've met you know why? That's because you don't want to admit the real reason you were saying that. It's because you didn't want to feel the discomfort. Yeah. If you're a big procrastinator, there's probably because you've become really used to avoiding the anxiety that comes with doing stuff. You're not sure how it's going to go. Yeah. Do you know how much effort it, take, it takes to be a people pleaser? A lot. It's actually really tiring. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. But then I also come to, con- I, I'll come to a point, a breaking point, And then I just, I get in these moods because I'm like, so drained because I've been somebody else this whole time. Yeah. You're not doing yourself any favors, but again, the good side of you doesn't get to come out either. Like the real true side of you. I don't know what that side is really. Cause I'm so used to, like, I don't know. I have such a wide variety of interests and such a wide variety of things that I like. And there's not really many things that I don't like because I've never, I've been so open to everyone else's opinions and I absorb everyone else's opinions that I just let them become my own. At the same time, though, that completely goes against the fact that you love debating and deconstructing things and figuring them out. Yeah, because I don't, I don't like conflict. So it's okay. easier for me to just be appeasing, except when I found the, the reason that I figured out that I really like to pick things apart and break things down is because I found one really good friend at school and we just, we both are the same way and we don't, we aren't confrontational, but we like to talk and figure things out. And it's like very interesting to me that we come to like come to get to the bottom of things together like that. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah. Do you feel like you're your true self with her? Yeah, for the most part. I don't really think I don't think about it really when I'm with her. Which is exactly what you would be like if you weren't being worried about it, right? Yeah. And I feel like I'm always thinking about how other people are perceiving me when I'm You with- must be very tired. I've been diagnosed with a lot of random sleep disorders that I don't necessarily agree with. Like I'm diagnosed with narcolepsy, but like, I don't think I have narcolepsy, sleep apnea. Do you have ADD by any chance? I got tested for it and no, but I thought I did. (laughs) Um, Let me just think of a second. So you go to the improv class. You didn't do anything, but you actually went. Now, were you worried about what people were thinking of you when you were there? And picture one of the people that you thought was maybe thinking thoughts about you. Mm -hmm. So like, how does it make you feel? What do you think they were thinking about you? I don't know. I just like, they would be keeping tabs on me. Like, Oh, why did she stand up for this one and not that one? Why did she sit like that? I don't know. Like stupid stuff, I guess. Like, why did she say, if I were to go up, I was thinking, like, if I were to go up and do something, I'd be like, she's not creative like us, or she's not as quick-witted. That you wouldn't fit in, that you wouldn't belong, that you wouldn't be good enough? Is that kind of it? Yeah. Okay. Were you thinking that about other people there, that they don't belong? No. But you think there's a big conspiracy and everyone was really watching you? Yeah, that's kind of how I've always felt. Like, I've always felt out of place like that. You realize that's kind of hilarious, right? Yeah. 
that everyone's like they're having secret meetings. In fact, everyone's really happy you're on the call with me because right now they're having a big get together to decide <laughs> how they're all going to think about you when you're there. I mean, that's how it's always felt because <laughs> I've, I've never, I've never had solid friendships my whole life. Like I've always had best friends completely blindside me. And like when I was really young, like middle school, it started, and then like every, it felt like every best friend I had just some one day turned around and started hating me. So I was like, it always, it now makes me doubt myself because I never used to be like this. And now okay. I doubt everything I do just so I'm always watching my own back. Like, I don't want that to happen again. This whole way you're protecting yourself is actually making you way more vulnerable because you're taking everything way more personally because you're assuming everything is so dramatically bad. And the thing is, you would have no way of knowing if every single person in that improv class was thinking, what is she doing here? Who let her in? I can tell just by her face that she doesn't belong. You would have no way of knowing that. But also, if every single person there was thinking, I'm so glad she's in this class. I really wish she'd do something. She looks really interesting. Why is she being quiet? Am I a loser because I'm talking too much? She's not. Maybe I should follow her example. Either one of those things is possible. Mm -hmm. But right now, you have a habit of going to the worst case scenario. Yeah. You get to choose what you want to focus on thinking about. Right now, all of your thoughts are about what could be bad in people's heads about me. Yeah, I try to kind of like save my reputation as much as possible. And Now, what if you started thinking, what do I like about them instead? I try and take from everyone, like the good things about everyone. But I feel like doing that, I just lost my sense of self because it felt like all these years, everything I was doing was leading to my best friends, like just stabbing me in the back. So I'm like, it must be something wrong with me. And then I try and compare myself to other people and see the good in them. And I'm like, well, they're doing that right. Let me completely change myself so that I'm doing it right. Like they're doing it. Kate, you're completely changing yourself. Again, you're focusing mostly on yourself, watching other people and not trusting them. Yeah. What's something nice that you've done for someone in the last uh, 24 hours? Um, I was doing Postmates before and I was driving with that one friend that I was telling that like actually understands me. And I brought her water back from one of the places like ice water because she said she was thirsty. Nice. She asked me. She was just like mentioned it. Nice. Doing things for other people is a great way to get out of your own head. Yeah. You know, the reason we, when you start saying, oh, I don't know who I want to be, how I want to live, like there are certain things that you can start to say, well, you know what, in an ideal world, in the long term, I am this type of person. Let's say that you decided right now that you're going to start being yourself, speaking in your voice. You're going to start really showing that side of yourself, right? And let's say it goes the best way it could. And you brought up YouTube. So, you know, if there's another social thing, like come on, I'm a bunch older than you. So, you know, adjust mm -hmm. as needed in your yeah. own head. Okay, let's say you're from now, you're a YouTube star. Okay, let's start imagining this. And it's going really well. And you figured out a need. What are you talking about on this YouTube channel? Um, I like, like how I'm saying psychology stuff that kind of thing um okay. and just simple daily things that I feel like would be funny like okay. being and like hanging out like vlog, vlog type I guess okay 
So you're being completely compelling and you're gaining steam because people are finding you just, they relate to you, they get it, they like it. That person, is that person going to the first improv class and just spending the entire time too scared to stand up or is that person standing up? Standing up. Right. Why is she standing up? Like, what is she thinking, do you think? I could say, make this really funny. And what is she, how does she feel? What feeling is she feeling? Excited. Okay. So she's approaching it with this determination and curiosity, right? Is she wasting effort thinking about what other people are thinking about her? No, not at all. Right. Did, did you get like a sense of how that actually feels different? Yeah, I just never thought of like the troubleshoot before the problem happens. And the thing is, it's gonna never, nothing's going to change in your life unless you start thinking differently. Because right now you have a habit. Habits are things that you just start to do automatically without thinking about them, right? Like, mm-hmm. did, you, did it take a lot of effort for you to brush your teeth today? No. Like you just did it, right? Yeah. A true habit is something that you just do without thinking because that's just the way you live your life and who you are. Now, what people forget is that thoughts are also habits. So for you, you actually have the habit of thinking, what are they going to think of me? They're thinking bad things about me. She might stab me in the back. Those are your habit thoughts. I can't disappoint my parents. I should want this, so I guess I have no choice. But if I don't know what I want, then I don't. The thing is, you're not even stopping to think about what you really want because you're so caught thinking about those thoughts we just said. Yeah. And also, your I don't know what I want, that's one of your thoughts. You've said that about 10 times. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know what thought you could have? I haven't figured out what I want yet because I'm only 18 and that's not the end of the world. Yeah. Right? Like, what if you were obsessed with the thoughts of, I'm going to really figure out what I want what I'm good at and what I want, and I'm going to be the very best at it. Like, what if you were obsessed with thinking that? But instead, you're stuck in all these loops. Like, my parents aren't going to want that. What if you, were, what if you had the thought of, my parents love me, and they will deal with it if I take a different path? Because it's not about denial or lying or blind optimism, right? But it is about what else could I think? Um, And this, I don't know what I want is actually a piece of it. Mm -hmm. So the thing about habits is they occur with repetition and uh, people think a habit takes 21 days to form, but that's a total lie. It actually takes 66 days on average, but it's more about the repetition and doing it often. Mm -hmm. And it's about brainwashing yourself. That's a great thing about a coach as opposed to a cult. A good coach is going to teach you how to work with your own mind to brainwash yourself. Yeah. Cults brainwash you with their thoughts. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's, a pro, it's also about approaching everything with curiosity and figuring out with what you want. And I'll tell you one thing. You deep down want to figure out what you want so that you can actually be the version of yourself you're proud of. You've made that really clear in this call. Mm-hmm. You just don't know what the details are yet. You can figure that out. You might even have more thinking time with all this lockdown and social distancing. (laughs) Yeah. 
But I'll then tell you I, one thing, scrolling on Reddit is not going to help. Going on Reddit? I like scrolling and yeah, I know it's fun. But <laughs> you know what? That's an input. It's things going into your brain. It's not you thinking original yeah. thought. Yeah. And I feel like I, I intentionally do mindless things like that and just it's a form of numbing yeah it's actually turning your brain off yeah it's a habit as well it's turning your brain off and it's comfortable because you're avoiding the discomfort of the feelings that your thoughts might lead to if you let them explore right Mm -hmm. now when you start exploring what you do want you immediately start getting caught in this huge guilt about this plan that was set out for your life that you feel you have absolutely no choice about yeah And do you really think, objectively speaking, there is no universe in which you wind up taking a different path and things are actually amazing? I think there is, but I feel out of control about it. Right now, you don't have any control either. You're just letting other people control. Mm -hmm. So for you, it feels uncomfortable to make these decisions yourself. Yeah. I'm so like empathetic too that it's not sympathetic, it's empathetic. So no matter if one of my friends is upset, I immediately absorb that emotion. Now with your parents, you're actually not being empathetic and being kind to them with this. You're just scared of what's going to happen with you. That's the thing about people pleasing. It's not actually for other people. It's about you not want to experience the discomfort. Yeah. Right? not being liked for just who I am. Yeah, but at the same time, you're like, I kind of want to go on YouTube. You want to do something literally where people judge you and that's a huge part of it. I know, and that's why I don't want to start it because I don't want to face that. Who do you like on YouTube? Jenna Marbles. Okay, no idea who that is, but whatever. Um, (laughs) Do some people judge her? Yes, definitely. Does that make you think less of her? Not necessarily, but how I said I take everyone's opinions into account. Um, it definitely makes me question. I think I questioning everything is is great, but at the same time, you still get to make a decision once yeah. you've taken in the information. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about thinking of that as collecting data? How long are you under lockdown for right now? Do you know? I know I have online classes for the end of the semester, and I'm a plane ride away from home, so as long as I want to be. Okay. We're actually about, we're like in a whole different weird phase where the world is going to change. Like things are changing. It's a big deal, right? Yeah, definitely. Now it's also a chance where there's going to be a lot of opportunities and a chance to decide who you want to be. So you could make a decision and say, I'm going to spend some of this time and every day try and like I know, write a list of 10 things that might be fun to try or 10 things I know about me or start spending some time. Maybe it's 10 minutes a day, mm-hmm. just asking yourself some questions. But also, what if you decided I'm going to record one video and I'm going to post it somewhere? What would happen? I don't even know what I would make, like what I would. Okay, so why don't you start by saying what are 10 things it could be? True. Because the other thing is, is you know what? You're not going to wake up tomorrow and make the best YouTube video and everyone's going to love you and have a parade for you and it's going to be the best. And funny, you skipped all the hard things. Yeah. If you know, though, you want to make an effort to do something, you're going to have to really want it. Because right now, you're trying to do everything to avoid feeling uncomfortable. 
Mm-hmm. And you're trying to escape those feelings at any cost, which is actually a really high cost to yourself. Yeah. And then you wind up feeling shitty anyway. Yeah. So what if you started running your life by figuring out, well, this is what I want. So maybe what happens is you're like, I want to have a video that people find compelling. Well, if you actually really want that, you're going to have to work through the part where you do videos that people find mediocre. Mm-hmm. Is it willing? Are you willing to do that? And if you're not, then maybe you're just going to accept that you're going to feel shitty for the rest of your life. And I'm just telling you, please don't do that. There's no point. I can tell you, <laughs> like you have it in you to do more. Yeah, I'm, but, I know. I just don't know. But stop bullshitting yourself, though, and pretending that you're just doing it because like for your parents' sake, you're doing it because you're not wanting to feel discomfort. Yeah. I don't want to get like, you know, your parents love you. They might get pissed at you for a while. Yeah. It sounds like you have a solid enough relationship. Most kids, by the way, at some point do stuff their parents aren't thrilled with. You might've like seen that in a movie or TV show at one point or another. Yeah. Like it's pretty normal. Mm -hmm. Did your parents always do everything their parents wanted them to do? No. It's funny how parents always forget that when it comes to their kids. But just Mm -hmm. so you know, it's not like you'd be breaking a tradition of complete obedience through generations of your family. Mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah but it's up to you to do the hard things and think about it so right now like I know some of this every once in a while you start picturing doing something and I can like from here I can practically hear you tense up and get stressed mm-hmm. that's just like a physical sensation in your body nothing happened sure. also that person who's actually got a channel because she's learned how to do it and has figured out what people like. How does she feel right now? Maybe a bit more determined than you? Yeah, probably more motivated. Willing to figure it out? Yeah. Willing to fail a little bit? When's the last time you failed at something? I don't know if I would consider it failing or just accepting defeat. But with homework, I kind of just give up sometimes when, I, when it's like close to the deadline because I procrastinate and then. Okay, the fact that you can't really think of anything tells me because homework, I'm sorry, but that's so minor. Yeah. It sounds like you don't put yourself in positions where you might fail. No. Ever. So then I'd never so do. I actually want to, I have a fun idea for you. Okay. What if you decide that every day you're going to try and give yourself the potential to fail in a tiny way? doesn't mean you're going to be reckless or an idiot. It just means like you're not going to avoid doing something that could be amazing because you're worried about what someone thinks. Yeah, I think think I've avoided the whole reckless phase because I feared that. I just was never really like that because I never wanted the consequence. Like I always looked at the worst case scenario, so I was always cautious and that's why I was so obedient. At the same time, you're also pandering to everybody else and you are going to hurt yourself. This is what leads to people being depressed, unsatisfied with their life. And you were saying you care about mental health. There's a pretty huge mental health consequence to living your life just to try and get the approval from other people. And it's because you're afraid to fail. You're afraid of disappointment. You're afraid of judgment. So honestly, what you've got to do is start to get comfortable with that. And part of that's going to be figuring out what you do want. And you have a bunch of interesting qualities. You know what? I think you're going to find it when you start to explore and you stop worrying so much about what everybody else is thinking. You also might find something, like it for a while, and then decide, nope, not anymore. 
Yeah, that's what I'm worried about is wasting so time. So what? True, but I can avoid it by just doing the family thing. Yeah, but do you want it? Are you going to be happy? I'll make money. So? I'll not have to worry about real-life stressors. Like You don't think that they're real-life stressors if you have money? I mean, survival-wise, no. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I, yeah. Do you not think there's any other way that you can have money? No, there are, but I don't know. Yeah. Also, I'm going to tell you right now, because we don't have time for you to figure this out on your own. There are a lot of people with a lot of money who are really fucking miserable. Yeah. Okay. And that's be me either. Yeah. Well, right now, that's what you're gearing up for, because you're saying, as long as I have money, I'll be okay. But that's total bullshit. And you know it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, I just don't even know what I want. Like, I don't, I just, I don't like where I grew up. I don't get along with those people, but I thought it was those people. And now I feel like it's me. It is like, it's, it's both. Or it's just a disappointment. Like I could have been successful in this business, but I decided. How do you find success by money? Yeah. And recognition and. Recognition for something you didn't really want. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay and if that's it then you'd be happy to if that were true if that were the only things you view as what you want then you'd be thrilled to go down this path because you'd assume that that's the way you're going to get it yeah no that's I not think you that's how I'm thinking I think more than anything it's chasing like a connect like a real connection with people and I've only found that with one or two people in my life one of them my friend here well, you're eight, you have a lifetime to figure that out. So I think that's where you need to start going. And what if you decided, I want to keep the option open to the family business, but first I want to do a few other things. Is that scary to think about? I think that's, that was my plan. Okay. But so I what if you really... In any other way. Okay, well, why don't you really buckle down and figure out what could you do for a while and just think, I might wind up wanting the family business, but what would thrill you in the meantime and honestly have a bit of fun with it? Because if you approach it with this panic of everything's going to fail and I suck at everything, you're not going to come up with anything. Yeah. Like, what if it works, okay? Mm-hmm. I want you to think about that person who has figured it out and how would she feel and how would she think? Yeah, I just never looked at it like myself. Like, I look at other people and admire like other people's success and what they're doing differently than me, but I never look at it like... I could be the back. Like literally, I, I never look at actually being proud of myself as an option. I feel like I'm just always chasing something. So what do you think would happen if every day, and you didn't post it anywhere, I am going to record a video just for myself, just to practice? If I don't have, I feel like I would shut it down by not having fun with it. Like I assume like, oh, I don't even like doing this. I'm wasting my time. Okay, so why do you think you'd like doing it more? I don't know. Like, I don't know what I enjoy like that. Well, what if you do enjoy it? Why don't you try? And if you're saying, well, that was boring, be like, well, how can I make it not boring? Nobody needs to see this. Mm -hmm. But have fun. Like, see what happens. What if I try and have fun? What does that look like? I mean, you might even do a hilarious series that you secretly keep going... This is me recording a video because I did some stupid podcast and the person like basically tried to make me promise I would try this. (laughs) 
you know what? That'd be pretty hilarious to play in the future if you wound up getting really, really good at it. Mm-hmm. It would be hilarious to watch that. You awkwardly right now doing something going, I'm really awkward. That's why I'm never posting this. <laughs> right? Like yeah. that's, what, that's part of what we love about YouTube stars and all of that is the authenticity. Mm-hmm. When they're all veneered and perfect and shiny, no one likes them. It's about seeing something real. And what's real is like the stuff that's good, the stuff that's bad and the vulnerability. And you're so scared of appearing vulnerable. Yeah. Frankly, I think that's what makes you interesting. Like in, when I'm, like I'm talking to you now, it's when you showed vulnerabilities, when I saw glimpses of what matters to you and what's interesting. I bet you're way more interesting, like you and I chatting mm-hmm. than if I ran into you on the street and you're trying to appear perfect. Yeah. Right? And you wouldn't even know if I'm interesting or not because you'd be more worried about what I'm thinking about you than actually thinking about me. Yeah. I want you to play with that video idea and be silly. Nobody's going to see it. It might be a venue where you start to tell yourself the truth about yourself. Okay? Okay. It might even be you going, oh, look, I'm being a jerk to myself. Oh, right. I'm catching that. Yeah. And do you know how many 18-year-old girls there are out there who are being total assholes to themselves? A lot. Definitely a lot. You know how you really like psychology? Yeah. You know how you really like analyzing people? Mm -hmm. What if you actually opened up a little bit about how hard you are on yourself and then you got to help someone who said, I thought it was only me? Like, how great would that be? That would be awesome. That would be something that, that's like a goal of mine. You have the potential to help a lot of people if you're willing to lead by example on that. I feel like in my head, being so mean to myself is more of like me trying to be better. Like me working, trying to work on myself. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. What if you just kind of went one step up, which is instead of going, I'm terrible at that, just say... I'm learning to figure it out. Yeah. So I'm going to challenge you to every day, try and do a little video where you're examining yourself kindly and trying to be nice and keep them for yourself for now. But just know that that honesty with yourself could be where you grow and where you really wind up helping someone as you grow and get the confidence. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help you figure out the rest of the shit because you have a lifetime to make all sorts of good decisions and bad decisions. Don't, Go do some job just because one day you want to make sure you have enough money. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I think I just look, for, again, the worst case scenario. Yeah. Stop doing that. It's not helping you. No. And also that's another thing to write down. Like if you go to the worst case scenario, I want you to spend more time on the best case scenario. The best case scenario is you literally decide that from now on, you're going to really focus on your thoughts and you are going to make a change in a way that really matters to you. And you can have a huge impact on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And your parents will be so proud of you, so thrilled. And they sell the business eventually because they're like, we're getting old and we'll just sell the business. And don't worry, you can inherit the rest. So even though you want to be a starving artist, you've got money, you're fine. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying you're a starving artist. I'm just joking. No, no, yeah, no, for sure. Then you're able to connect with people because you're actually showing people who you really are. Mm-hmm. That's the best case scenario. How great is that? That would be nice. And just to bring it back full circle, and you have a lot of animals because they're better than anyone. (laughs) Yeah.
Yeah, I really, yeah, that would be the dream. So are you willing to play and do little videos for yourself every day? I will. I will try my best to. No, don't tell me your try. Are you going to do it or not? Yes, I'm going to do it. Okay. I've got a little Facebook group. Feel free to send me a little private message and I'd love to hear. Thank you. I wish you the best of luck for this. Be really safe. I hope everybody you care about is as well. Yes, you too. Thank you so much for talking with me. Take care. You too. Bye. So do you think that she did the YouTube video? I did look up Jenna Marbles and I don't really get the YouTuber thing, but I should let you all know that after watching uh, two videos, one, what do girls do in cars and the other, how do girls go to sleep? I should let you all know that apparently I'm doing both of them wrong. I'd love to see, though, what our caller would come up with on YouTube if she is willing to show the world that she has a vulnerable side, if she could believe that she's going to be okay. I like her way more than Jenna Marbles. And another thing, I just want to credit our caller with um, how honest she was about how much she was worried about what others were thinking about her. It really takes guts to admit that insecurity and that courage is going to help her when she's doing the work to get past it, to figure out what she really does want. So I hope you enjoyed today as much as I did. Do you think that you would be a good candidate to be coached on the show? If so, if you're into it, go to casuallycoachingstrangers.com and click on the link to book a session with me. I would love that. And if you're coaching curious because you don't want to be stuck anymore or you're bored of your current problems and you do not want to be on a podcast, I get it. And you can find out more about my private coaching, my ADHD coaching, or uh, the online group coaching I have for an amazing community of women in the show notes or go to kickstartology.com. Have an amazing week, weekend, evening, day, wherever, whatever you are doing right now. And talk to you soon. Please don't forget to rate or review. I know we all say that, don't we? Like, you know, you know, everyone with a podcast wants to be rated or reviewed. And we think we need to tell you and remind you all the time. How cliche of me. All right. Okay. Thank you. 